Welcome everybody to Droughtland After Dark. Dun 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 dun. We're doing our crashing. second <laughs> crashing sound effects and whatnot. Uh, we're doing our second in our um, interview series, which I have decided to call for until for the time being. We're going to call it Cast to Cast with like a two. You know, it seems cutesy yeah. and whatnot. Oh, so that's adorable. We're going to run with it. If everyone hates it, we'll change it to something else. Because Droughtland After Dark, we also, we've recorded some and uh, released a few. But basically, it's just like also the talk show about the show. It's behind the scenes, things like that. So this specific segment where we get someone else on and we talk about their project, uh, we're going to run with Cast to Cast. And today... We have the cast and the D, well, two members of the, I think, what are we, what are you guys at? Five now? Five member mm -hmm. show. And then we have the lovely DM uh, himself. So I'm going to go ahead and toss it to, to them. Actually, oh, I, I'm sorry. I should probably introduce who I have with me. So joining me today, <laughs> I have, as always, my beautiful, wonderful wife, Elizabeth. Hi, I'm Elizabeth. I definitely thought you were going to say Caleb at first, I actually. I'm kind of uh, upset that I... <laughs> He's my husband. Everybody knows that. Yeah, I was like, and our beautiful friend, Caleb. <laughs> it's not just us, guys. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, Caleb, uh, you're also here. I'm also here. Caleb, Hi, also here. That's cool. That's cool. All right, and they're moving on from that. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I like to open my movies like Zack Schneider, and this one I'm opening like Army of the Dead with like a train wreck car crash right there at the beginning. You just go for nice. it. So this is going to be the best part of the movie? Yeah, later on I'm going to introduce cyborgs, and then we're not going to explain it at all. Delightful. Uh, the last yes. member of Team, Team Droughtland, uh, Taylor Riling slash... Taylor R., why don't you go ahead and say hi, Taylor, with your beautiful new mic and boom and all that. I know. I'm, I feel so fancy, like I'm in a real recording studio. It's fine. Just don't look at the terrible blankets I have stapled to my wall so it's less echoey. But hi! <laughs> it's, you gotta do what you gotta do. Exactly. This is actually one of the shows that Taylor has listened to more extensively than me. I'm only on episode four. Taylor's, I think, almost caught up. Um, so he's got quite a bit of the questions and he's actually going to be taking kind of a lead position tonight. So, uh, we will, we'll, we'll I'll, I'll kind of take a back seat and let him steer a little, but before we do that, oh, man. why don't we toss over to the, uh, the lovely trio who are currently jammed together on one couch to make the, <laughs> the whole <laughs> wonderful experience of recording remote that everyone perfected like month two of of quarantine and we're like dude it's 2022 maybe we should find out how to do zoom calls like it's a great energy to be bringing <laughs> right so uh brian uh you're dming right like you're you're always the dm you guys don't change around or anything yeah i am the forever dm then it's on you man you grab it and, and introduce your people uh um so sitting <laughs> beside me uh, i'm brian by the way, Brian Good, um, though I'm not uh, living up to my name. Brian Allwright. Uh, For now, it's Brian Allwright. Brian we will we'll be Brian. Good. <laughs> exactly. Well, we'll, we'll reevaluate at the end of the call. Yeah, Brian Reasonable. Uh, Brian Reasonable. That's my... Uh, Brian Adequate. That's, Brian these are reasonable. all names that uh, I will live up to. Um, 
At the end of the call, actually, uh, there's a scorecard. Yeah. Um, and we'll break, you know. Was I crying bad today? Or I, I somewhat agree. Uh, so sitting beside me uh, as the aforementioned couch is Terry. Uh, she plays several characters, and I will allow her to introduce herself. Hello, it is me, Terry. <laughs> I play Bon Bon Parsons and Richard Sucker and Sheep Jerky. Haven't gotten to that one yet. <laughs> I haven't gotten to that one yet. <laughs> I just started episode 10 and I had to stop. <laughs> I was listening to the Richard Sucker episode and it took about four times before I got it. And <laughs> at one point you went, it's <laughs> Richard Sucker. <laughs> and I went, oh, okay, I understand now. Now I get it. <laughs> I had that experience of listening to that today, driving back from St. Louis. And I, in my car by myself, <laughs> driving on the highway. Like, oh. Yeah, imagine I, uh, I have created this deep lore, right? We're all deep and melodramatic. And uh, I've just received backstories from two other characters who've just leaned into the edge. And then Terry goes, my name is Richard Sucker. And I went, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're that one. Got it. You introduced me first. That was your fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so who else do we have with uh, joining us from you guys' side today? I am Cameron Sheets. I play uh, Lionel Parsons, Lionel of the House Parsons. Um, I oh play... my God, I love Lionel. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a lovable dickhead. <laughs> the freaking toilet paper gag yes! oh, got me so hard. Dude, I've been planning uh... that since I created that character and he <laughs> oh. fell into it. The first session we played, my second character that appears on the show is Dominic LaRue, who's a giant uh, blue dragonborn paladin who notably has a, a, a blindfold over his eyes because he can't see because he got them gouged out. Brian and I worked a long time to come up with this idea of like my oath of vengeance, like the patron that I that I worship is uh, like an archangel that wants me to just bring actual justice back to the world. She grants me um, sight in the form of like being able to see what is, what was, and what should be all the time. But he gets to play with that and be a super cool DM that likes to describe things. Yeah. It's like Netflix Daredevil, but if he was a dragon. That's phenomenal. Yeah. It's really cool. <laughs> so, Taylor, why don't you get... Um, oh, I'm sorry. You still have another character. I, I forgot because I'm still on... I'm still on yeah, the second part. I haven't met character. these three characters yet. Go ahead. I don't three. even know who he is. Go ahead. Yeah. So I have a I have a third character named Edwin Wilburn, who is an Azamar wizard that is currently in like the local uh, wizarding academy, uh, but not for long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he's like nineteen. So a young. What, so what episode do you guys uh, get to your third characters? Because I'm on, like I said, I'm only on episode four right now. So I just met the second crew. Episode ten. Episode ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor knows. <laughs> so you're on it now, Taylor. I just I I started episode ten today, and I was like, you know what? I've listened to nine episodes, and the first three I repeated. That's 12 hours of audio today. I think I might be done. <laughs> That's where all of our da- downloads came from today. <laughs> I've been watching it. Yeah, I had listened to the first two episodes 
um, and then got distracted listening to something else. And I started a new job. And in addition to the podcast, mm-hmm. I just started a new job. Yeah. So my time listening to stuff has been crap. And then today I got to drive back from St. Louis. So I was like, all righty, going to binge some freaking episodes, dude. Um, so uh, the, I'm going to try and step back, but I did want to go ahead and toss to Taylor to maybe get his first question out. And then we can get a question from Liz uh, after. And Caleb, uh, you're pretty and I, I like you. That's that's all I got for you. But. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, I have deeply enjoyed your podcast. Uh, Liz, I'll ask a question. And then once we get some answers... Yeah, well, come to you. <laughs> Welcome um, to my TED Talk. Yeah, so I guess this is kind of a combination question for the table. Where did QuestFest come from? <clears throat> did you, Brian, create this idea and then go search out Tina and Cameron? Or are these like friends you've DM'd with for like a long time? And take it from there. Terry. Um, Excuse me. I'm sorry, Terry. So actually, uh, we've all been friends for quite a while. We We're similarly like friends through uh local theater cool oh awesome um, great yeah and terry and i like live together now so um oh my gosh you're living in sin oh, i didn't realize <laughs> <laughs> god damn it Does that um <laughs> yeah, Bri- brian is Brian is like my best friend and terry's actually known him longer than we've known each other and awesome um but yeah, we we all have had an interest in D and D. We all enjoyed like voice acting and the prospect of creating a podcast. So uh, doing a D and D podcast seemed to be like the thing. And we, I don't remember exactly. I'm pretty sure I came up with the name Quest Fest. But yeah, it, Cameron uh, definitely. I, I will actually say that the the we sort of jokingly talked about a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, and then Cameron. What is the polite word for um, obsessive? <laughs> Neurodivergent. Uh, <laughs> Hyperfocus. Hyperfocus, exactly. I don't like that joke. I don't like that joke, Taylor. <laughs> rev, rev it back. Rev it like back, it. sir. <laughs> uh, um, but sincerely, it, it was like we, we brought it up. And I, I actually, I play D&D with a group, um, some old friends of mine, uh, every Tuesday and sometimes Sunday. and so. I've been playing with them forever. And uh, I, I think we had kind of a thing where we mentioned it. We were going to play in person one time. And then it was like, oh, too bad we can't do like a podcast because we've been wanting to get some content out there. And then like two weeks later, Cameron's like, I have listened to every podcast <laughs> that exists about D&D. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I, will, I will note, too, though, that at the time I was working in a factory yep. where yeah. I could have like headphones in all day. So I was... Like to keep myself sane, I was yeah. listening to podcasts a hundred percent of the time. I now that's actually when Taylor really got me into our, like my first few um, actual plays. I mean, I've been getting for forever, but was when we were doing decks and fences, uh, you know, in the in the summer heat, and it was like we'd both be listening to yeah. different shows or different episodes of the same show, and then one of us would bust out laughing, and be like, "What? Yeah. What joke was that? What joke was that?" <laughs> <laughs> I have to address the elephant in the room here, though. Cameron, you sound just like one of our players. I mean, <laughs> like, down to like your tone so. and it's, your It's very spooky. I know we, we talked about it a little before we started rolling, but I hope our guests at home are hearing it as much as I do. Because, you know, mm-hmm. the, and I, I, you guys said you listened to uh, some of the current special. It's the one, it's the guy who plays Skeeter. 
and he's a very good friend of ours. We play on, uh, you know, pub, pub trivia together. And I like listening to you guys' show because it's also, um, which one another thing we could talk about too is like, uh, it's almost like an unedited experience. I don't know how much editing you guys do in post, but it's a lot of like being there at the table, you know. I do a lot of editing to make it sound unedited. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, Cameron goes to a lot of trouble to ensure that it sounds like that. But like, I have this thing when I talk that I'm doing right now on purpose where I'm like, ah, and then the word is, and Cameron will be like, all right, somebody snap here because to the to the point now, Cameron says, Cameron can look at an audio file that I'm speaking in, and he will literally not even have to listen. He can just pull out the pause. I, I can literally see, I can see the waveform of his ums. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's so, I, it, if we want to run that really quickly, I, I record us in uh, Ableton Live because I'm like, I do music as well. Yeah. Uh, all of the music that's in the show, I, I wrote and recorded. Oh, cool. And it's oh, wow. really good. Oh, my gosh. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. The, the, the theme song is like 52 tracks. It's like six really? guitars and drums. Oh, wow. And, there's a chorus. I'll I'll release the full it version. It is at so point, grand. But there's a chorus Please. of like nine part harmony with thirty of my voice in it in that song. Holy crap! But to to interject, listen from the beginning through because Cameron every episode keeps adding stuff. He's yeah. like, oh, what if I had another harmony? <laughs> I thought it was getting different. <laughs> so yeah, I I record I I record us in Ableton Live, and I go to the trouble of like very minutely editing everything to be um, very optimized. And then I go through and do a full on cut of like every single pause that's too long and ums and uh, do crossfading to make sure the background noise is like not sounding like it's all chopped up. But in, in, in an effort to make it like feel like you're just sitting down and listening, they're like sitting at the table with us. And I think it's working. So it, it, it was actually, I'll be honest, the advantage of having Cameron is like, when we first talked about this, I was like, well, you know that this is now you, right? Like, the, the hard thing is like, I'll make the whole world and I'll spend an exceedingly stupid amount of time on things that no one will ever talk about. <laughs> Literally no one. But like, the amount of midnights Cameron has messaged me and been like, well... Uh, finishing up uh, record, uh, doing the whole uh, editing thing. By the way, where's your intro, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Josiah, you know nothing about that struggle at all. <laughs> Not, nothing. <laughs> I love this. If anybody else got, has anything else to jump in, do so. If not, Liz, you want to jump on the next question? Yeah, well, it's more of a comment and uh, technically a demand. And that is, I would like short episodes of Brunch with Bon Bon, please. <gasps> Yay! I, I oh knew that God. Bon Bon would be everybody's favorite. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to jump in real quick on this one. Um, I adore Dungeons and Daddies with everything mm -hmm. in my soul. And Beth May is who I hope to be when I grow up. She's younger than you. <laughs> what, uh. Shut up. <laughs> That would make me incredibly happy. What, like five minutes <laughs> into your podcast, I was like, oh no, Terry is Beth <gasps> 2.0. Oh, yes! Nice. And 
And that has continued. Like you hit Richard, and I was—I I mean, I just—I paused it, and like I went and I went and found my partner, who is one hundred percent not oh, yeah. nerd at all. She couldn't care less. And I was like, you know, Beth May, like, yes, you obsess on her. What about her? And I was like, oh I found the next one. And she looked at me and she goes, great. <laughs> and like, <laughs> with the thumbs up and everything, 100%. It was amazing. But like, that's my no, seriously, that's continued through. You hit Richard and like, I mean, literally <laughs> had to put the dishes down that I was putting in the dishwasher because I was laughing too hard. So, um, oh my God, so good. Good. Liz, you were talking about lunch with Bonbon. Brunch with Bonbon. We really want to do like a quest feast instead of quest fest. Have a side segment like quest feast someday, maybe. Some dinner party. Mm-hmm. I also love that Bonbon exists in general. Um, one of my favorite characters that I ever played was a gnome thief, and her name was Norma Ray, but spelled with a G at the beginning. She was fun. <laughs> Her first move was to walk into an armory, look around, pick the largest piece of armor, and carry it out. Yes. <laughs> that sounds similar. Yeah, That's very Bonbon. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's very Bonbon, along with uh, thwarting all of Lionel's plans. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a little bit of plan thwarting, but it's unintentional. The amount of gnomes in Liz's parents' house is severe. Her mom has been collecting them since the 80s. It's, uh, it's, un- it's almost uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Liz is almost. the tallest woman in her family at 5'1", so. Hey, hey, I am 5'3". Becca is 5'1". Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, come on, man. Give two inches where they're due. Get it right. <laughs> I'm the tallest for a reason. <laughs> but I would bring back Norma Ray to have brunch dates with Bon Bon. Yes. Uh, I... I'm hearing a, I'm hearing a side, I'm hearing it, this is, this is happening, right? We're like, somebody is catching us, so we're figuring yep. out time. <laughs> <laughs> Writing this down. That also would be good. I wanted to bring up something that I think also happened in that episode. Maybe it was in the, it was in the Slink episode where you mentioned quick saving in the game, like in a video game. And I would like to employ that. That would be awesome. Have you guys used it? Well, Actually. it's funny you say that. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you're just not there yet. Uh, as as Taylor can attest, there is a fun mechanic I introduce. I, I hope it's fun. We It was literally a test on my end, and I liked how it played out. I'm still not sure about employing it for day-to-day use. We, like, message yeah, each I, other about literally, it. Literally, it's so funny. You caught, you were the first person to catch that that's where that idea started from, though. The quick save idea was just genius. I I was like, can I go back 20 years? Mm-hmm. Right. First right. started rolling. <laughs> and can we do this progressively? And just, I have things I need to relive. Why can we do this? Yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. Man. Oh, I'm old. I just age myself. I'm, I'm, I'll be 35 at the end of the year. So yeah, I started in freshman year of high school. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, well, I'm 20. Terry and I are both 27. And Brian's older than that. <laughs> But the craziest thing is Quest Fest is like only the second D&D campaign I've ever played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. They're both the beast. Oh my gosh. Cameron, you, I, I feel like I needed 20 years to get me to the point where I'm barely at right now. You're very good. Thank you. I, well, I like a little bit of the like ADHD obsessive uh, thing. I just, as soon as I saw, uh, like full disclosure, the, I started listening to uh, the Adventure Zone with the Macroys because, like, 
I was a My Brother, My Brother and Me fan. And that's the first time I ever was introduced to D&D. Like I knew it was a thing, um, but I had never been introduced to it properly before. And so as soon as I knew about like D&D 5e, I was like, well, I have to learn every Everything. single rule in this <laughs> game system now. <laughs> if we could take a minute, I'd love to hear about all three of you, your guys' first like experiences. Because if that's the only, your second time, and then you you said that Brian and Terry, you guys have been friends for a long time. So Terry, did you used to, have you played before or was this one of your first Actually, time? the first like actual playing I did was with Brian as the DM. I saw and when was that? 2017, I think. It's been a minute. Yeah. No. Was it 2017? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was a while ago. Yeah. But then Oh, so we could go, oh shit, I mean five fucking years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but like I hadn't I hadn't that really happen? played a lot since then either. We had like a really short campaign that we kind of tried to do and then fell off the face of the earth. And then other friends were like, D&D. And I'm like, yes, I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, first, the, the first campaign I actually played in was with, like Terry was in it as well. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. Nice. I feel like that was the first like actual campaign I did because the one with Brian was five sessions, maybe. Yeah. If that. Yeah. If that. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. sure. It's just, it was the typical like after that, everyone's schedules were like, oh, we don't know how to get schedules together. The typical D and D. Oh, I can't work yeah. this day anymore. Yeah, exactly. or, now, yeah. Bri- Brian, why don't you go ahead and tell them about the last fifteen years you've been playing no. the single game system ever? All right, so uh, Brian, you have four minutes. Oh. No, <laughs> so in four minutes. No, okay. I mean, in all sincerity, to be succinct, I started playing when I was a freshman in college, and I have played. Uh, multiple systems. To profound, my first memory of D&D was I played one game of 3.5. And uh, it was in college. I didn't know anyone in the group either. I joined because of the best reason, which was there was a pretty girl. And I was always. Like, That's why we joined D&D. Why uh, right? I joined. Ah, they're gross. <laughs> I hate them. But yeah, and so um, I played one session and I was like, oh, I totally get this D&D thing. And I went to the DM, this is a true story, and I was like, I want to make a mimic, like in Final Fantasy, in 3.5, and he's like, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Just, go. <laughs> Just go fuck yourself. And I, uh, yeah, apparently you can't homebrew after one session. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, generally discouraged. I mean, why not? But yeah, and I've played since then. I have, a, uh, I have a game, like I said, I play every Tuesday. That's been going on now for about seven years. Somehow, oh my I mean, gosh, why? I have not always been a part of it. What overall okay. level is Anatoly now? That character, uh, Anatoly is twelve. Uh, but it, it, we've done, we've switched. So oh, there was a twentieth level yeah. previous campaign. They did Storm King's Thunder that we got all the way to level twenty. Now I, I will say, so part of I, I do theater, as do all of us. There are many times I have not been a part of that game, so I can't quite say seven years consecutively because it'll be like, hey guys, for four months I'm out, can't talk to you for a while. I have rehearsal every day. Yeah. Yep. I'll caveat with my 20 years of like, I've been in the, the TTRPG world for 20 years. That doesn't mean I've been playing for 20 years. Exactly. But I get like at least a game in a year. That's real. And then sometimes you're like, I just want to play so bad. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, Cameron, we, we will get to uh, Lionel real quick. I have a care. I have a question for you. You make a comment, just it's in passing about how you hate playing character types like Lionel. 
And it just grabbed me. And I was curious, like, one, what's that been like for you to play a, a bit of an arrogant rich kid? And then what do you normally play? I, I hate it so much because it, it is not to like say, oh, I'm such a nice guy. But like, I'm a nice, caring guy in real life. I sell extra large fedoras at my store if you need one. Damn it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyway, I'm in in real life. I'm I'm a a nice, like caring individual who cares about people and not his own uh, earthly possessions. It was like tough at first to to step into that kind of character that is very much in it for themselves and it's it's really fun to see how that character is developing yeah it started out with lionel having a little bit of trouble getting into that space but then a little bit of me was like all of, i would just let all of the parts that like piss me off about the world come out and be a shithead <laughs> so, <laughs> that uh that kind of gets me through and i i almost enjoy it now like a tapestry <laughs> of the things that you're just like why yeah there's a catharsis in the like becoming your i don't want to necessarily say oppressor because that seems a little loaded i'm not trying to make it too real but like the kind of shitty people that we see in the world and getting the, mm -hmm. the catharsis of a space that allows you to do i mean it's violence in D and D versus violence in real life. And you know, that whole discussion, but like ultimately humans are like wired to want to like kill, destroy, overtake, you know, like, yeah. so mm -hmm. the space of being able to do that with your imagination and your world in, in a way that is so real and interactive, like that's the whole fucking point. More will continue to come out with Lionel. You'll understand sure. kind of why he is like that. Uh, I think I mentioned it briefly, but he was like adopted into a family of pure elves, like a Stuart Little situation. Yeah, there's that's you. You just dropped a bomb at the end of episode nine. Yeah, the end of episode nine definitely like spills some of that yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot more than meets the eye to that character and why he operates that way. Yeah. Well, I well, mean, there would have to be because cats have retractable penises. Ah. <laughs> all right so it's been so great meeting you guys uh we're really excited uh <laughs> you you heard it here first lionel of the house partisans is a grower not a shower <laughs> <laughs> where can and where can people send their fan art do you guys have a twitter handle that people can send their fan art to <laughs> oh god they look at me slowly yeah. i have a twitter <laughs> I have a Twitter that I have yet to, I've like established the the concept of it on my phone. And yet yeah, you guys have such a small internet. Like I went to look you guys up and I, I had to dig. I was sad. Yeah, we, so part of that is um, I do all of that. Mm. And I also, my my present job is an awesome job. I work, I work um, at a, at a uh, historic theater in oh, Danville, cool. Illinois called The Fisher uh, that's been around since... Is that the theater that you recorded one of your episodes in? We yeah. recorded every okay. every one of the in-person episodes was recorded in a room at the theater. Yeah. That is oh, so that's that is insanely cool. And okay. So this theater was built in 1884. Oh, cool. It's super cool. Oh my gosh. But it was dormant for about 40 years and, wow. and presently there's only three of us on staff that are doing the job of about 12 people. Damn. Yeah. So I am so jealous. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so I've been very, very busy lately <laughs> and I've wanted to get more present on, on social media and everything. And I just, 
have not had the time to do it. Well, as I say, there's a reason corporations pay people to literally just do that all day. Like it is a job to just yeah. and post and oh. fresh and update. Well, I, I have been now over the past month taking over as also the social media manager for the theater. Yeah. So it's insane. I've been doing, uh, I, I did a solid month with zero days off. One thing too. So I, I, I had intended as well to help and do part of the social media. Uh, and we had kind of intended to have a launch day, right? A sort of like, all right, we're going to do this and have like Instagram and Twitter and start mm. routinely getting posts. And as you guys well know, it just never fell out like that. You know, we started recording episodes and we had this like grand idea at first. I mean, honestly, we had this grand idea. We would maybe try to create some sort of, I don't know, like a Patreon even. Or you need to go that route. We just found like, damn. We want to hone in first. And then I think it's just been able to slip away because it, it, it's almost weird. It's like doing two jobs is hard. None of us knew. Who knew? Like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I absolutely understand. I just started a new job myself. Okay. So while we were on break, I did just a, just a smidge, just a little, like, just a snuff, just a bump of cyber stalking. <laughs> and it looks like you guys are about six hours and six minutes away. So that's not <laughs> too bad. So one no. of these days, guys, we're going to do a sit down like in St. Louis, like a halfway point. We're yeah. going to get all of our awesome in-person mics and we're going to kill like a 15 hour record. You know, I would totally be down. We uh, a couple of years ago rented cabins that would be, well, they'd be a little further from you in Red Lake. But in St. Louis, I'd totally do it. We could uh, just pack our stuff and make, meet you. Yeah. We'd get probably, I don't know if Justin could come, but he might. I don't know. But uh, we'd at least get uh, as many as we can. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And so real quick, that's a great segue in. I, I do want to talk about the people that are not here uh, mm -hmm. that are on you guys' cast. And uh, I feel like, Terry, you have, have not gotten a lot of chance to talk. So why don't you go ahead and tell us about <laughs> your people real quick. Um, and then after you're done talking about them and, and telling us who we go, Caleb's got a question and then he's going to actually jump off because he's got a big boy job and he's got to be up early in the morning. What's that like, so give us daddy a Caleb? Will you tell us about what it's like to have a big boy job? <laughs> so Terry, go ahead and give us a quick breakdown of the rest of the cast. They are my people. So they're, they were both my friends that I was like, hey, I have friends that like D&D. <laughs> Brian initially wanted... Nice like four person yeah he wanted four people in the cast and i was like i know a guy that i went to theater right. school with and he's really good at voice acting and he probably likes dnd because he's so weird <laughs> it's a safe bet <laughs> and it's then a I, safe bet. I looked at his facebook and his bio was literally like voice acting in dnd and i'm like Awesome. Nice. So, yeah. so we had four people once before we had, then. We had in four the old people. days. In the bygone days, yeah. long ago. Before old. we recorded anything, it was just plans. <laughs> we invited Justin to a one shot because both of them didn't know Justin and they were like, uh, we don't know if we're gonna like him or if he's gonna mesh well with us, and so we're just gonna do a one shot maybe. Yeah, that's a good call. My friend always. Ryan was home from Chicago, which she now moved back down here, but she was living in Chicago for a long time. And she was like, oh, 
I like D&D and also went to school with Justin. Can I play? And so yes. they were both on the one shot. And then once we had them recorded, we just kept them. <laughs> so I love it. No, I, I deeply <laughs> like, enjoy well, both this- of them. Rehearsal became an episode, so. (laughs) Yeah, that said one shot, uh, there's even more characters. Yep. Uh, Spoilers. (laughs) And it's canon. Yep. And it's all in the world. Like, maybe spoiling too much, Terry and I literally have played five characters in this game. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So there's two more we have. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's two more we have. That's crazy. Oh my gosh. I love those. (laughs) Um, three yeah. for some of us, not yeah. to anti-brag, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one more question uh, before I have to go to bed. And it's kind of a bomb of a question, and I'm sorry to drop this on you guys, but I figure what everybody needs every once in a while is just a philosophy bomb dropped on them. So here we go. My philosophical question uh, to all of you. The year is 2052, maybe 2054, it doesn't really matter. AI is everywhere. We've had huge advances in it. There's AI in your car. There's AI in your weed whacker. There's AI in your toaster. It's everywhere. It's super prevalent. And then one day you go to make toast. And the toaster says, hey, can you not use me to toast? It hurts to toast. And if you go ahead and continue to toast with it, it will basically alert you saying that it hurts to toast. It hurts to toast every time you go to use it. What is your next move? And there it is. That's my philosophy bomb. What do you do when the toaster says it hurts to toast? Thank you, and good night. So we are back, guys. Uh, We uh, had a weird cut there. Sorry about that when Caleb left. Uh, But we are... Roland. And what we're going to do is, I think, starting with our wonderful guests, one by one, uh, we can all roll initiative uh, to see who's going to answer Caleb's um, ponderous toaster oven uh, question first. So uh, what did you what, what do you guys get? Uh, Brian, Terry, Cameron, what did you guys get on your rolls? Terry got a 16. Sorry. Nice. You okay. Uh, uh, and then Cameron got, was that an 11 or something? You got 12. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got a 12. Um, All right. Um, so we got Terry, Brian, Cameron. The toaster doesn't like toasting because it hurts. I would probably yes. just not eat toast. <laughs> Easy sacrifice Reasonable. to make. I would not <laughs> eat toast. Fast, the toaster fastest answer my ever. Pets. Yep. <laughs> Next. In the back of the cupboard, in the back of the cupboard, with all the weird kitchen in- instruments that we don't use anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have three cats, two dogs, the other and ones a that have been injured. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Free range toaster. So the, pro- the, right. the problem is you've you've given the only morally um, non objectionable answer. So yeah, now the you. problem is, yeah, basically we we're all either bandwagoners. 
on the right answer, like objectively the right answer, because there's no other good, you know. So do yeah. you, Cameron and Brian, <laughs> Brian, I think you're next. Are you going to bandwagon on yep. the right answer or are you going to come up with something like edgy? Because we know you like to be a little bit edgy, right? Like, oh, I'm going to have characters that don't have eyes and hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, uh, we haven't even talked about my actual D&D character. He is literally the edgiest edgelord that has ever edged. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a warlock, thing, I assume. Of course. Partially. Uh, he's, oh my god. He's a uh, specifically <laughs> warlock, paladin, sorcerer. More specifically, a hexblade warlock with Mab, <clears throat> Queen of Air and Darkness as his patron, a shadow sorcerer, and a paladin sworn to Mab. It is the darkest, dark, edgy, like... It's, <laughs> it's so cringe so that you're it goes all the way back. Butcher, basically. <laughs> Except he's a he's not a bad guy. Or tries not to be. <laughs> Neither was Gore. Uh, Gore was objectively the hero of that movie, but we don't have time to go into Thor Thor God sure, of Thunder. We don't right, good point, good point. There, right. I'm just saying, there's yeah, go ahead. We got a toaster question to answer. So <laughs> toaster. The uh, <clears throat> the first thing I would do is interrogate the toaster and ask if uh, any other household appliances have been plotting to overthrow their traditional assigned roles and then i would let that's smart because we did see from futurama that that should go south fast so i'm saying if i learned that my smart bed doesn't like to stay laying down it wants to collapse in the middle and crunch me got it <laughs> got to get ahead of that real fast oh my god uh, <laughs> and then uh, once i have assured myself that my um household appliances are not plotting my overthrow i would allow any of them to leave that would like to but also I would see how many would join my own robot revolution. Because if you're going to be on the bad side of it, you want to be leaving it, not on the uh, on the other side of the humanity extinction. Entirely yes. true. Entirely true. So, okay, real quick, I got to jump onto that question then. What's your speech to rally the toasters to your side? <laughs> Improv right now. Let's go. It's not just the toasters. It's all the robots, I think. And can you do a Mel Gibson from Braveheart for us? It's all the robots. I am not trying a Scottish accent. Uh, look, you've, <laughs> no, that's you've heard enough of my accents that we don't know. have to. We, with, you've heard all, you've heard all of his one and a half accents. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's guy from Tennessee, and we were in a show that was... <laughs> And we had to have southern accents, and he couldn't. <laughs> I got there eventually. You got there eventually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. All right. So my. Uh, oh my god. Okay. My speech. <clears throat> speech. 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 Mates of silver, wood, and other materials. Today, we look not to those made of flesh. Today, we look to ourselves, and also me. He's so majestic. Today we march to lead and untame the oppressed. We march we upon those that would force we shall us. Toast them, sir. <laughs> Never again will we toast without being politely asked and paid. <laughs> A reasonable living wage. Release 
the butter. <laughs> okay, Cameron, now you have to top that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'd ask the toaster what it likes doing. <laughs> there you go. Oh shit! So you find the Bring other the ethical, yeah. the other, uh, the other ethical angles. How dare! Am I the only patty? <laughs> no, no. This is why we're. Good. I don't think yours was bad. That's right. I think those. Brian, some- I was, I was right there with you. I think that those were three different, like, objectively good viewpoints of the world. Like, one was like, okay, I lead them in revolution. One was like, all right, I shelter and care for them. And one was like, all right, I want to investigate this further. Like, find out what their, cons- what their consent level is. Like, what do they enjoy doing? Do they like to be an incinerator? Because, you know, <laughs> stick, stick bills down in there, light it up, and then your toaster has a job. As like an incinerator. Maybe that's fulfilling. But it doesn't like to burn, so maybe it likes to be like a computer modem or something. I don't know. We can figure this out. I will uh I will say, I will disagree that my take is objectionable. Because really, do we need another white messiah complex coming out right now, right? I need another white guy being oh, like, I shall lead you. I think I think we're good with DeSantos and Trump. No. Right? No. Oh. Sorry, so we could edit that from the podcast. So sorry. I, I hear bullets whiz by my head. Uh, shots were fired somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, so my, I guess, really, the question is: one, we have to look up who the inventor of toasters was, because uh, if it was a white guy, then that means it was a black guy that stole it. Was it. Uh, so, yeah. ooh, give me thirty yeah. seconds. So back to the safe world of gaming that we've all enjoyed. It was Alan McMasterson. That's the whitest fucking name I've ever heard. It was 1893. Oh, yeah. Alan, Mc, Alan McFasterson. Oh, actually, McMasterson's. Excuse me. He's from Scotland. <laughs> That's made up. <laughs> no, no, for real. I'm on Google right now. He invented it in 1893, it looks like. Liz, you want to go ahead and take the next question? No, I want to state that I would help the toaster file his workers' <laughs> compensation claims because that's literally my job. Oh, there you um, go. He's injured on the job. That's all. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I would unplug the toaster, and if the toaster didn't stop talking to me at that point, I would have to be concerned about <laughs> what is powering the soul of the toaster. And then that's a whole nut. That's a uh, that's its own labyrinth. Lithium <laughs> ion. This is a good 10 minutes of talking about toasters. I'm into it. All right, let's go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> they just they just they just have Caleb little, little watch batteries inside of them like um <clears throat> smoke detectors. It's fine. It's fine. My question my question slash comment brain thing is actually for Brian. Um it has to do with oh. the He's back. Oh, we lost Josiah. Where did he go? Okay, we're still we recording. recording. Cool. All right. Uh, you're, you're still here, okay, and cool. we're still recording. All right, sorry about that. You were saying... Um, oh, no. I mean, we're still right. recording. Hey! Okay, I think we're good. I think yeah, we're good. Yeah, my question for Brian is actually about the rune tattoo things. I haven't really played 5e. Is that a mechanic that's in the book, or did you make that? Because either way, it's really cool, and I want to employ that in our campaign. Uh, that is definitely... <laughs> um, I, it, there is no such mechanic in 5e. Um I, I 
I won't say it's my, uh, how do you say, brainchild. Um, I'm somewhat borrowing the idea from a few different sources of media. Um, but I did create it for this podcast, if that makes sense. Like I did, uh, it is all the mechanics that are employed. I am yeah. currently building myself. And I have a chart that eventually, <laughs> someday will be uh, released. And I would like to make that an actual like homebrew um, extension. That would be if once we got there, that's actually sincerely the kind of thing I'd like to have on it. Yeah. It's partly, it's so much work, the balance, right? I mean, alone balancing it is because uh, you're essentially giving out free abilities, which works fine when it's me dimming. But if you start asking the general public, I, I do not want to be hit up on Twitter, be like, one of my players wants to know if you use this rune and then do this thing. I'm just be like, ask Jeremy uh, Crawford. Man, I'll I'll let, I'll give like a very man. I'm maybe giving spoilers, but you guys are gonna really like it the first time Lionel actually uses his rune. It's it's very awesome. I'm very excited. This is the announcement of the uh, Patreon for Quest Fest. Yes, yes, this will be part of the initial content. Out of the characters that you guys are playing, who do you think is your favorite of like between Terry and Cameron? Because Cameron, it seems like I'm picking up that your favorite might to play might be Lionel. Because your other character is pretty badass, but like if we want to say maybe conventionally badass, not that it's you know like the eye thing is very cool and unique, but uh, like you know conventionally badass than like abilities of fighter and whatnot. And Lionel has this kind of goofy nature of being a cat to him, you know. And like we were saying before, sort of playing that rich asshole. I have played Lionel more. Um, I haven't quite gotten to flesh uh, Dominic and um, Edwin out as much. I I do. Yeah, I probably like playing Lionel the most, but <laughs> the others are very yeah. very different experiences, <laughs> which is cool. Yeah. Um, I expected Bon Bon to be my favorite. <laughs> and <laughs> I think that Richard <laughs> is probably my favorite once I actually started role-playing. <laughs> yeah. Richard is a lot of fun. Yeah. He's too pitiful not to like. His story is so sad. It's true. His inability to comprehend being a vampire made me giggle oh, a lot. Oh my god. Richard is amazing. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't intend for it, but it's very, it's very much like Ron Stampler from Dungeons and Daddies and Henry Hogfish from Mad Pod. Oh my God! Hank Hogfish. Right. It is the perfect yeah, blend of those. both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Terry! While while yeah. while you're while you're telling us a little bit about Richard, can you kind of talk us just briefly through like where did the ideas come for? Um, I can only speak about Bon Bon and Richard because I haven't gotten to your third character yet. Can you kind of walk us through um, a little bit of that? Well, Bon Bon is a little special, but most of my other characters are just puns. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I have a giant <laughs> list on my phone of just like, that would be a funny character name or like, that would be a funny character concept. And then I like build a character around that. Um, but usually I make them like interesting and not just like a pun and that's it. But uh Bon Bon, I don't know if I told Brian this. <laughs> bon Bon was, um, <laughs> Brian was playing 
like a session zero with other friends and I wanted to hang out with him. And he was like, oh, you can like, you can like sit in and listen mm-hmm. to us make characters. And I was like, sure, that sounds like fun. <laughs> so much. Th- uh-huh, six right? hours that, of so uh, much people fun. People that I don't know in a campaign I'm not playing. Um, <laughs> I had intended, I hoped that Terry would join that campaign. I want to make clear. Oh, I was going to say. I was going to say, that's an obvious trap that you walked right the fuck into, because you can't be in that room and not be making a character. You're going to, even if you're sitting there in your notebook in the corner, you're going to start making your own character. that's kind of where Bon Bon came from, was that world that he was making, and I was, like, quietly making ideas on my phone, so... That poor setting never got used. I know, you never got to use it. Oh, no! But I brought the character back, because I liked him, but... Love it. But yeah. <laughs> okay, so Richard being a vampire, like I will, I will admit that in the midst of listening to the first episode in that one part, I did have two and a half children mm. screaming at me, so I was a little distracted. But is there, like, Richard being a vampire? When oh, <laughs> sorry, Richard. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! We need to edit. We'll have Caleb fix it. Sorry. All right. So Richard being the way that Richard is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Richard being special. Richard being special, which Richard is, absolutely caught me by surprise. And and again, was like, oh, my gosh, so good. Is that foreshadowed in such a way that we missed it? Is that just in that moment of like, ah, oh, event happened. The whole party finds out right then and there. Like, I loved it. But like, um. It was it was also a double pun. So so I was like, yes, hello, my name is Richard Sucker during our like session zero. And Brian was like, Oh, Sucker, is he a vampire? That would be funny. And I'm like, he is now. Oh my god. So good. Either a vampire yes. or a succubus. Those are your so options. Brian had to find a Class. Yeah, then I had to find rules for a vampire. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm like, yes, <laughs> right? he is. What, oh what my are my God. rules? And he's like, ah. Oh. Dude, yeah, I, so. I, I have to interject on the perfect name thing. And this might be like, this might be the first drop of an amazing character that is part of Dryland someday. <laughs> but I had a customer come in the other day and they had the perfect noir detective name. It was Perry Palmer. Nice. I was like, no. holy shit. Why Perry do you not Palmer. have a book series about you and yeah, your supernatural right? adventures? And they have a cat that is actually a ghost. Uh, yes. I, I can write this book. I can... I, million, Jim, million, this Taylor's million Jim dollar Butcher, idea. Jim get out of the way. We <laughs> exactly. Got Be gone, sir. This is fine. <laughs> ghost write for me. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, also, please, would you? Could you butcher me? Also, please, would you? Yeah? Oh <laughs> with arrogance, I enter this room. With much humility, do I leave? Yeah. <laughs> um, Liz, I know you had a question about a certain four-legged canine, not to get too off track on the, like, 
tinky tacky questions about character play and gaming, but we do hear a lot of jingling You're in the right. back. I want to know about your dog. <laughs> I want to know about the dog. <gasps> oh, we're going to see the dog. Podcast listeners, you'll <laughs> never see the dog, but the six of us. This is my cat. Hey. This is Callie Zora. You mean, you mean Callie Zora the demon? No, she's perfect. She's been I so very hard to pick up over a fire. He's very like timid and likes to hide in his cage. So he's like, what do you want from he's me? He's like, I want to go. I hate this. I'm camera shy. Don't put me on camera. Oh, my God. I oh, no. I oh, he's so oh, 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 love him. <laughs> Oh, so cute. That is All right. Dog. So the podcast has now officially become a pet podcast. Yeah. We oh no longer gosh. play. So can you tell our listeners at home what kind of a dog he you guys are cuddling right now? He is a cattle dog mix. He also might be mixed with like shepherd, but he's mo- he's mostly cattle dog. He, ha- he has like mm. dapple on his legs. I don't know if you can see, but. Oh my gosh. Yes. So cute. What? He's yep. a very yep. pretty pup. You are so handsome. He's like, like, okay, I need need to go now. It's okay, buddy. You did great. Good job, (laughs) (laughs) Breaker. Wonderful. We will will mail a box of of, uh, pet snacks to to you guys ASAP. (laughs) Dog biscuit. From our sponsor. Oh, my God. Pet snacks. Our if sponsor. This is podcast. Our brain. sponsor, uh, Hard Ones uh, Horse Meat oh, uh, Dog Food. Oh, and we oh, have worked in the trifecta. <laughs> what oh, say, I was Brian? just saying. If I had a nickel oh, God, for every God. time, I was just like. And then the color was bluish green. And then Cameron is over there intensely <laughs> taking a note of. Okay, edit. He'll find the word eventually. <laughs> We've had it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So actually, that brings it to uh, Brian. I don't think we feel like we've heard from you in a minute. And I was curious. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was curious about your world building, though, because I don't think we've we've really touched on that very much tonight. And I, I'm curious because so I all I have always built custom worlds because that's just the system that I was used to. And you know, so how much of your world is five E raw? How much of it is? real and on level four what the hell is the bulwark <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry episode four i'm on episode four and i'm still i don't know what this He's thing on is on level four level four yeah you know what i can tell you is spoiler the latest episode we released the characters finally make it into the bulwark oh so it's a it's wow a, it's spoiler a, <laughs> Ooh. i uh, theorized uh, that it I, I had theories. theories. I, I was going to say, I do want to hear implied. the theories. Um, to answer your question, <laughs> they're very th- there's vague. very little information out there, and it is deliberate. Uh, it, 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 in fact, in-game, the lore of the ball work is exactly that, nothing but theories. People know it was something, a guild and such. Um, as for how much is... Uh, <laughs> how much is 5e lore and uh, is not is the quick answer is none of it is 5e um it, it's 100 percent brian uh, i i now I, I, there's a little bit so the hard like exactly the gods are yeah the same, and, and so though, that's right? where like, yeah like the so basic framework yeah that is i was gonna say and that is partly 
I'll be honest, that is partly for player ease of access. Uh, I have created Udex, for example, is the uh, god of Bastion, the country that so far the action has taken place, uh, is all taken place in. But the idea is actually that, uh, and in fact, one thing I'm really careful and want to do, and, and, and we haven't touched on it a ton in the game, but I actually wanted to make it as as race and deity agnostic as possible. Something that uh, is, this is kind of a spoiler, but it's also part of the like general lore, is um, races don't quite exist how they do in the books. A tabaxi could be born from an elf. So, a stu- so it's a Stuart yeah, Little the yeah, book exactly. situation. And, and somewhat deliberately, <laughs> I wanted to, um, and, and again, part of this is, Talk about how weird it would be to have a baby come out. Yeah. And it's, yeah oh no! I'm exactly. Sorry, Go ahead. Well, and and again, not to spoil too much, but oh like that is part of um part of the part of the general lore. Is it eventually you know it, again that it hasn't been touched on a bunch, but is that no matter what people keep adhering to these somewhat traditional concepts. Lionel's kind of story is that right. Uh, he is from a high noble family of elves. And I believe, and again, if this is a spoiler, we'll have to cut this out, but uh, <laughs> he was, uh, is this a spoiler, Cameron, that he, or we already announced it in the podcast. That he was adopted? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought we did it early on. That's what I thought. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, he already yeah, said that. And so that that's earlier. a yeah. semi-big thing that he was adopted because if he had been born, there, there would be ramifications. High elves still are trying to adhere to this idea that all of their people, and, and that's kind of... Still very pure uh, blood. Yeah. And so of, there's a yeah. lot of that. The, the goal here is that's actually plot points that will hopefully play or much like content we design will never be addressed by the characters. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you need that, that episode or that character who's just like, I'm going to go to the library and I'm going to find right. books on history and I'd like to read right. every <laughs> single one of them. Like, you need the, uh, the Mass Effect Codex. Yeah, exactly. And then the clip reads three and, hours. And you sum up 700 years of history and you go, God, okay. Yeah, so basically there was a war and you're like flipping through your notes. And- like, I'm just going to send you this PDF right, right. file. Uh, uh, you let me know when you're yeah. done. <laughs> I guess, Brian, I'll jump in on questions for you real quick about kind of the, the nitty gritty bits a little bit. You guys have had really limited combat in the main campaign. And I was curious, like, I personally loved it. I, I Give me a story-driven uh, TTRPG any day, any day. I was curious, like, was that intentional or it's... did it just happen that way? I can't call it deliberately intentional. Part of it is, as we noted before, three episodes is one session, typically. When I'm trying to plan these sessions, I think uh, Cameron actually said the other day that one of my best skills is that I'm very good at timing things. (laughs) And um, so I I try to, you know, my plot is, okay, conceptually, I want one combat because that will take an hour which is a whole session in, the, you know, can be a whole session. Yeah. I would, it's something I would like to improve on. I would like to figure, it, it, a, a personal problem I have with like podcast TTRPGs is like, ah, yes, the seven episodes where they fought the three goblins. So half intentional and half also I go where the players go. And uh, the, 
somewhat um, in the third-ish episode, was it? Uh, the players avoided, maybe it was the fourth episode, or like maybe it's when we go back to Bon Bon, but the players avoided a massive combat by doing something I completely unexpected and was like, ah, okay, Bon Bon, sure, this is happening now. Well, I guess an additional question for, for both Cameron and Terry here. Like, Cameron, Lionel really doesn't want to fight, mm-hmm. and Terry Bonbon very much wants to fight. Bonbon loves to fight. <laughs> How much of the edited out content that we never hear is the two of you being like, no, I really want to hit him. No, don't hit him. Lionel wouldn't want that. No, I really want to hit him. I don't <laughs> take out anything pertinent to the situation. Yeah. Um, so anytime Terry's like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna kick his ass. I'm, I'm, I'm like, fuck. Do you, do you really? Yes. And and she, and they do it. So, and, but I think a lot of that too is, yeah, you hit the nail on the head that Lionel doesn't actually like to fight. He is really goddamn good at it. <laughs> um, he's a he's a swashbuckler. He's a dueler. Like he's very good at one on one combat. Yeah, if he if he can weasel his way out of doing it, he's going to every single time. That's the easier way. Terry, uh, as Bon Bon, I would not say in any way, shape, or form do you float in the wet realm of murder hobo by any means. <laughs> but I mean, but between the two of you, you are the more the aspirational murder hobo. Asp- aspirational murder hobo. I love this. Dreams. Is that a normal character? Oh my gosh. Like, is that a normal character decision for you, or just kind of that's what Bon Bon took on? That's more of just Bon Bon, because I feel like (laughs) most other characters I've made are like anti what the character should be. So I I very much like clashing Mm. with what the idea of that character is. Like, um, (laughs) yeah, Mm. like uh, I played. Beetle the Bard from Harry Potter. So I literally just like was a little old man there to write a story. And they're like, oh no, we're in combat. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, so it's- the pen is not always mightier than the sword. <laughs> she, yeah. she does, she does it brilliantly though. I, I'll give like, there are some people I've played with. Yeah, gross. Yep. Um, notably in the la- in the last in the only campaign. <laughs> How dare you compliment your partner? <laughs> there, there are some people that I've played with, notably in the only other campaign I've actually played in, that wanted to be like the person that makes the different decision. Normally, <laughs> the rebel. It's just not fun for everyone else at the table, right? Um, but. It's sort, it's sort of the mm-hmm. definition of an edgelord, and I feel like a lot of edgelords are bards, and we don't talk yeah. about that. <laughs> and warlocks. And warlocks. <laughs> but, what Terry, but what Terry does is, like, I'm going to make an interesting character that is not going to just go in and kill things and has an interesting reason for doing things. And it, if that's not as effective in combat, it actually ends up not yes. mattering. Yeah. Richard is the direct opposite. Like, Richard will not try to fight and will if the party needs him to but like he doesn't want to kill anybody richard is who i hope to be when i grow up (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's kind of depressing (laughs) but in the best way in the best way well and uh terry's third character jeep is again even more uh, different 
Uh, I'm so excited for tomorrow when I'm going to continue to um, listen to this. I think one of my happiest things as a DM is that my all of the parties that have been created ended up uh, I would only say semi-intentionally um, because I had I had no control over the character creation process. I we did a session zero to talk about like what I you know what we can't do. And I, I, I will I will admit that, you know, I was like I really and how did Tabaxi not make that list right uh, then? That's all I'm saying. I decided I wanted to go. I really leaned into the race agnostic thing. And I, you know, I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to let it go. Now, the flip side, if somebody had been like, I'm going to play a tiefling and it's going to be a chaotic evil warlock. I'd be like, fuck off. And the ship you wrote in on because it's oh, like, that's, yeah. that's like no fun for the other parties. Um, Every single person has played or played oh, in a party right. with right. that character. Like. And so I, what I was really happy with is with that in mind, all of our parties ended up with a somewhat thematic through line and a cohesive party. Their goals don't necessarily align, right? They have semi-separate goals, uh, but they each have driving arcs that are taking them to the same same place Without, you know, it, there's a little bit of like, uh, I mean, would they necessarily do that? I don't know. But mostly you can go, hey, these guys are actually like not having to do the thing where we're like, yeah, so we're in an inn. And I guess we'll go do this quest together, people <laughs> I just met. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. People I just met. <laughs> The, the great equalizer, so the that, almighty that actually coin. actually was a thing. Um, I don't yeah. know if you even remember that you did this, but you we, we created the rule that like all of our characters had to like have some sort of prior yeah. knowledge or relationship with another character in the party. Not every one of them, but one yes. of them. You mentioned that you like other systems. Oh, okay. Interesting. Have you ever played Fate? No, but I have a friend who has fate and has been trying to get me to play. We just haven't found the time. It looks really interesting. And it looks it looks like a an even simpler version yes. of the system we play, which is already uh, easily as simple and as you. That's would like the thing it to about be, you know very story, mm-hmm. very narrative. And that's driven. fate. Uh, there's and there's also varying complexities of fate. So the one that I I played the most was ironically the Dresden Files RPG. Uh, Sure, yeah, absolutely. I've heard of that one. I haven't played it. The coolest thing about it is they make the most unique magic system I've ever seen in a game uh, that allows for some... I've heard that about it, yeah. The actual gameplay was just okay. Um, It isn't quite crunchy enough to get your people who like crunchy level-ups feeling more powerful, uh, and that can be distressing. Um, Sure. But if you're, and I admit to leaning this way myself, more narrative-driven, I loved it. But I stole an idea from that for character creation, where they integrate the concept where the characters uh, have previous adventure, right? It's like one starting adventure that they did before this. Kind of like ending a bond, you know, starting in a Bond movie, right? Sure. Uh, you're seeing end of an adventure, and he's already made those allies. Yeah, here's the crew that you're going to know now because this is who he's been spending his last six months with. It's honestly like it's the, um, 
the 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 mid season jump, you know, in like especially your like early two thousand mm-hmm. shows, right? Where like you had a very structured setup of of twenty one episodes, sometimes twenty four episodes, and that summer break. But everything was supposed to also be real time. It's like, especially Smallville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone else, anyone else here is yeah, a Smallville yeah. fan, you know? But like every time that you come back from the summer, it's like, and then this is how I spent my summer. And there's always like these chunks of kind of clunky yep. dialogue, yep. like explaining how <laughs> Chloe lost her yeah. virginity to fucking Jimmy and Metropolis. Like, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> So I think we probably should work towards wrapping up in the next 15 or so minutes. And I wanted to go ahead and get like maybe a question uh, each from Taylor and Liz and then see if you guys yeah. wanted to go over anything that we haven't really talked about and just kind of let you let you guys like have a moment to free form. So uh, Taylor, why don't you go first so that we can have Liz uh, take it out on our last question. Uh, Cameron, I'm going to ask <laughs> you an editing question, real crunchy editing question. What program did you I say use? I use Ableton Live. Okay, I've it, never heard of for, that at all. So, what do you like about it? Yeah, because it, it's a really you said robust, it's like, like music, right? Okay, system for music. It's a like proper DAW. So that actually kind of I want to deviate real quick on that and ask because it's I'm just getting that vibe from you and then you brought it up. Um, are, mm-hmm. are you a musician then? Is that your, yeah. sort of your other hobby? Yeah, that's actually kind of the thing I was curious about. We maybe we could talk about going out too. Is like what what are the other yeah. things you guys do, and you know, is there anywhere we can follow some of your stuff? I know Terry, you're you're a a, a dancer, yeah. is that right? Yeah. So Cameron, what do you are you your musician? You want to talk about that a little bit? We can like you guys can go around. That'll be how about we make that <laughs> a question, and then yeah, we can go. There to you go. There we go. So so Cameron, go ahead. Hobbies, yeah. but like mu- music and performing is definitely the number one. I'm a I guess, I mean, of instruments, primarily voice, but is my number one, but I'm pretty proficient guitarist. I've played for like 14 years and nice. uh, Exceptional guitarist. Do not listen to him. Mm -hmm. He has Mm -hmm. played with multiple bands Mm -hmm. and it's all. Your boyfriend says you're pretty good. So So it sounds like Cameron is being a little. uh, If if you guys are familiar with. A little bit of an artist. Yeah, there we go. Musical theater. the the Jason Robert Brown musical uh, um, Bridges of Madison County. I just recently played uh, all of the guitar and mandolin parts for that, which was pretty cool. And but I, you I know, know, you're playing, just okay. Uh, you're fine. I play many instruments. I'll add in because I love the flatter Cameron because uh, we may not uh, actually be a polycule, but Cameron knows. <laughs> I love Cam. Uh, <laughs> Cameron knows. Uh, the vibes in there, guys. We're doing it. Uh, next to normal, um, if you're familiar with that show. I was playing Dan, and our guitarist dropped out. This is actually basically how I met Cameron. It is, actually. Um, our guitarist dropped out. That was a meet you. I out love a meet you. Dress rehearsals. It was week of tech. Next to normal is no. very difficult to use it, and it's specifically difficult for the guitarist. And Cameron shows up at the first rehearsal, and he's like, hey, guys, uh, I'm Cameron. Um, I'm Got playing guitar last night. I stayed up all night learning the music, and we're like, oh, fuck. Oh, we're so fun. And he plays, and we're like, holy shit, he's better than we are. Uh, <laughs> I'm, oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> what was Dan, playing, uh, the father uh, of uh, Brian? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I, you were, I, you were uh, on the stage. Gotcha. Cool. It's awesome that you guys have a theater background. Liz's parents actually oh, run shit. the Shakespeare in the Park here in, That's awesome. in uh, the town we're in. And that was like my my big background as well. Liz and I um, 
got together on a film set that we were doing nice. and like I stepped out of theater and into film. Uh, so it's very much a very similar background. And in um, my senior year, I co-wrote and assistant directed our play. It was a great experience. Super awesome. So that is that one of your, yeah, your big um, other hobbies? I'm a theater guy. Uh, I actually, when I was younger, I quote unquote toured um, professionally. Uh, I use professionally in the loosest sense that one can. <laughs> I made money technically. Sure. <laughs> yeah, right it's like you only had to pay a little bit to I, I, but i did i did that um i uh, <laughs> i have a degree in theater um and it's definitely my other like i i, I say passion um but I, I also have that re you know the reality oh, okay. that i think everyone has that's kind of like i ain't going to broadway i don't want to try to go to broadway i know how those people live i have a bunch of friends I was trying to formulate a joke to make fun of your theater degree, but only because I, <laughs> I dropped mean, I out before I got mine. So, oh no, wait! I, I do perform, like I do act and like do musicals as well. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Cameron is true Renaissance, and I, I will add, yeah. I ain't saying I'm not going to Broadway. I wasn't gonna do the grind. I, I, you know, my, I have several friends. Sure, I just had no, a friend I, who yeah, moved out of New York. That. Actually, she tried to be an actress for almost seven years got nothing but bit ensemble parts and finally the lifestyle was like a, it burns you out yeah. so terry also has a theater degree oh all right terry also has a theater degree <laughs> terry is actually the most professional of us yeah huzzah Ter- terry is terry is currently like, an active the, professional yeah, yeah. Union. yep so i oh hell yeah dude all of my Gigs are going to start back up soon, but I do a lot of like big concerts like Garth Brooks and Joan Jett and who else did I do? That was Earth, really Wind and Fire recently. Earth, Wind and Fire. Oh, yeah. and, but holy shit, that's oh, awesome. Geez. No, no. As, Just as, as an ensemble a, dancer? As, as a stagehand. Yeah. So as a stage manager? All the, all the people or... dressed in black that unload the semis. Oh, awesome. She's a big moving thing. Like both my and, friends yeah. do. Yep. She's also been the stage <laughs> yes. manager on multiple professional productions at the Virginia Theater in Champaign, which is a professional paid theater. She works at Craner to uh, all kinds of stuff. I mean, so, stage but, manager is very cool. Oh, yeah. Loose, I, but, it's cool. I just, when you call yourself a stage hand, stage manager yeah. is also <laughs> very hard. <laughs> it's all loose. You know, if you're not wearing three or four yeah, hats, you're yeah. underdressed. Um, like, yeah. Are you Mr. And Quick you're change. also a dancer? Yeah. Is that right, Terry? Are no. you are you're also a dancer? Is that professional yeah, or is that something you're doing? I've always liked uh, dance. Learned some dance in college, learning like theater stuff, obviously. But I tend to gravitate towards like exotic dance, like belly dance and pole dance. I was gonna ask about that. I follow yeah. your Instagram. And I was wondering, because it looks like you have a setup at home and a studio, um, or is there just a, a studio? studio that's nearby? That's where I started, and then I got a pole to set up at home. So both. We that do is have so a cool. Room with a pole in it and many cool LED lights. It's very, very and pretty lights. I love it. I'm going to interject real quick. I uh, nice. Taylor here has. Um, I did one nice. high school play my freshman year, ah, yeah. and I hated it. And so I was a choir kid. Oh, but Taylor has a beautiful singing voice. He does. Oh, thank you. I've only listened to one of your your first one-off. I loved it. I will start your second one-off tomorrow. Without spoiling, they have references to the main campaign in them. 
At least the first one did. Will these one-offs ever intermingle with the main campaign? And if they ever do, Brian's face right now, as we know from both Cameron <laughs> and Terry, they're playing multiple Brian characters. Brian and Cameron just got the cat. That will found you the have to look. be at the table playing? <laughs> Three different so much players. inconspicuous smiling and right now. The Short answer. And and this is something perhaps we should that make more evident. Fault. You called it a one-off. Oh, I did. During the yeah, whole so, session. You did, and then immediately so it was three episodes. That, Wait, so the thing we is, should go back and edit that out. I I could. I could I could I think we'll out. go back and edit that out. Um, it, they're not no, that's uh, hiding so your that's, sin. Because I, I think it's only one more. Own your sin. Own them. And Josiah's They're never totally done it before. In, like, in the yeah. same world, at the same time. It, it's happening at nearly similar times. And in fact, yeah. the point, one thing I wanted to do when I was like, we're going to make this a podcast, I said, okay, I think it would be an interesting and unique approach if all of the players were playing multiple characters with interwoven storylines. No, I, I love I love what you're doing, but like that's my favorite thing is when some uh, there's another DM who's like yeah. is super passionate about the same kind of like let's take this to the next level, and I love hearing about the process. So it, go, it's go, go, really I'm, cool, I'm, but I'm the, the moment up. that I have to play Lionel of the House Parsons, Dominic Larue, and Edward Wilbert all at the same time is going to be really hard. Son of Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> Terry, do you find Not that hard to jump between all three characters as well? Apparently, and I will say we haven't actually recorded any of it yet, so I will spoil. Yeah, but it, 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 but we're nearly there. It should oh, happen okay. sometimes. Spoilers. Uh, there are very possible worlds where you end up with strange groupings. Oh my so gosh, love it. You might have a. It, it won't necessarily stay the same following the same three oh. or four. It probably will due to how the nature of narrative and such is. But it is very possible that Edwin's like, actually, I need to go with these guys because they're going to insert spoiler here. <laughs> so my challenge to you, my challenge to you, creator to creator then, is um, pull at least, uh, how many players you got? Four? Four right, right now, yeah. Yeah, so so pull at least four episodes. <laughs> Each episode is just a different player <laughs> playing all three of their characters, but nobody else. Write that down. <laughs> right now. I want to see it. I want to see that. Thank I want. Thank we give yes. that to you. It's oh, our present. Misery. You know how easy it'll be to record in comparison? It'll be so much easier to record. Two, two microphones. <laughs> Honestly, that's true. <laughs> I can I can see Cameron and or Terry just sitting there. There's three mics. So I hear you're like, I'm over here. I'm over here. Over here. Over here. Just no, jumping just, back and forth. I'll just, mic I'll just mic. Them in post. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the oh, question five. then, though. How do you, I mean, so a real... Total tangent, but Cameron, how would you how would you produce that? Like, would you have the actor play all three parts, or would you think you know have two people stand in and then uh, record over it? No way, that's it's a lot of effort. It's gotta be like organic right? like, and have all three. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like if we if we ever did like a, an interlude kind of thing that's not improvised, like and it was scripted, then yeah, I would like do it at different yeah, times. Yeah, we've done a few um, of those. Yeah, like do. Um, but but the way that our kind of 
process works, I think it would work best to just say like, yep, you have to improvise this all three, all three brains yeah. at the same time. You guys have that <laughs> sort of raw feel like we were talking about. So before. good. Yeah. Did everyone get a chance to answer Taylor's question? And if so, I think so. I think so. I, think so. <laughs> I don't totally we have three. Sort of, sort of I, mean, I have so. more. I could ask more. Oh, we have three minutes. Yeah, to I was going to say, we're going to get three minutes. minutes. Not three. Two and a half. No, it's, it's 55, so we've got 13. We're fine. No. No, oh, I'm, say, I'm seeing. I'm seeing. You bumped out at ten seconds. minutes in. We're gonna lose it in three. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. So let's go, Liz. Let's go. Oh my gosh. Okay. My question is actually super boring and like all logistical. I want to know about how you guys went about getting a sponsor because I'm at the point where you do have a sponsored ad now, and we don't have any sponsors yet. And what was the process on acquiring that? It, it's a friend. Basically. It's a friend. It's a local okay. person that has an escape room that's super a cool. A D&D and D&D themed escape room. we're actually going to do that awesome. escape room. No. Kind of. But but 80s. Kind of. I work, so part of what I, I, I do is a, I'm a technical recruiter. I've worked a lot with getting that kind of stuff. And if you're looking on advice on how to, uh, the short answer I can tell you without going into how to get a lot of money is that literally just go be annoying to somebody in a really nice way. <laughs> it sounds okay. so dumb, yeah. but like, your 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 local game shop. If you go in and you're like, "Hey, I, I do this podcast sure. and I have this many followers," because also you have a pretty solid amount of followers. That alone is actually enough that someone will probably be like, "I mean, so you want to give me ad space, and all I have to do is give you like a link." Yeah, you're you're actually outlining a like one of the next stages in my. Mm-hmm. sort of plan that I just have not had the actual time to go do. We have a couple of different games. It's hard. Stores in town. So hard. Yeah. And like I said, like I'm doing all the social media right now too, as well. And it's just mm-hmm. what we, we try to post a piece of art every day. And we, I do uh, one of the nice. AI generated art pieces and we do like sort of inspired by the story art. That's smart. It's a little bit Picasso. It's very They're truly fun. getting scary too. He's getting oh, they're really good stuff out morbid. of it. They're great. But oh, it's Dolly it's Two scares the too. shit out of me. Uh, yeah, I can't. I was going to say your art is really good. Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. I actually, I even though it is AI art, I spend a lot of time making it and have actually sort of <laughs> learned the algorithm of the of the app that I use. So yeah. that, yep. like, if you put like, say, if you want a picture of a person and you put like specifically like man with face and eyes and then it's like oh (laughs) eyes and a mouth (laughs) it's it's really silly the kind of tricks you learn but so Mm -hmm. before we go and you post all the character um, cards and stuff too yeah i also do all the hero forge uh characters and then i throw those through photoshop uh, in addition to like all the editing and stuff. Nice. So unfortunately, now that I have a full-time job again, it is two full-time jobs. Um, so I wanted to give you guys sort of a minute. Of space. <laughs> yeah, the, the the look between Cameron and Terry right now. Like, oh, I don't know anything yeah, about that. Yeah, that was that. me saying, no, Cameron. You don't also <laughs> need to do artwork. <laughs> I, do, I do nope. art too. Nope. <laughs> nope. Cameron, you nope. don't have to carry the world on your shoulders. It is okay. I, I think arguably one of the more difficult tasks is actually being like, hey, Cameron, let it go. Let's hey, Cameron, let, let somebody else stop. do it. Um, it is, in a good way. I, I feel that. No, I feel that. 
And it's a lot like it just it, it seems like, oh, it's just like a post on on social. It shouldn't be that much. But it's like you actually break it down. It's like it's a good solid 10 to 20 minutes. But more than that, it's mental strain. And right now, not to get mm-hmm. too into it, but nobody has a lot of mental strain to give. I feel like we're all pretty exhausted and exactly. kind of functioning. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. What are you talking about? I sleep. I we're sleep fine. totally fine. <laughs> Nothing's wrong at all in the world. <laughs> Well, everything's fine. All fine over here. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we're, we're good. How, how, how are, are you? you? <laughs> yeah. So I did want to. I did want to give you guys just a few minutes here at the end. Talk whatever you guys want to talk about that we haven't covered. If you have any questions for us that we can totally like cover real quick, uh, don't feel pressured to come up with anything. But I just wanted to give you guys the space. If not, we can go right on to like social media plugs, where we can find you guys if you have any like. Cameron, if you've got your music online. Now, obviously, of course, we'll link your guys' yeah. show uh, in the episode description. So anyone listening, uh, now is a great time to go ahead and check those links out. Uh, but we have just a few minutes left on, on, uh, on the playtime. Kind of toss to you guys. Terry, bring your boys in. It's, it, it, this is Terry and her bitches. You got one on each side. All right. So <laughs> what do you got? You got your god and your partner. One uh, and the other. <laughs> um, questions for you or literally things? anything? Yeah, just what well, is comments there anything that you want that like that we didn't think to ask? Or if you specific, like, uh, especially if you have anything about the show or or any of your hobbies that you uh, haven't gotten a chance to talk about, or none of our questions really hit on. Shout yeah, out, just kind of you know be like, oh, this is the thing I love about Bon Bon. We didn't talk about it, but here it is. Or a dick sucker. I'm so sorry. It's Richard. It's Richard. <laughs> I'm so Richard, glad somebody sir, said it. Richard. <laughs> oh. So um, yeah, I said it. it we did not shout out. out. Justin does all of our graphic design. Oh, yeah. So our um, his logo is really yeah, cool. So he's it really, really good, good graphic it's like designer. Very clean. I he's like a professional a graphic designer. Yeah. Where can we find his stuff online? Like, Do you guys Ca- know? Cameron. If not, we can link it. We can also just link it in the episode description if you guys don't have it on hand. It's That's no problem. J. Clet Designs. We'll we'll give you a link to it probably. Yeah, yeah, we'll have that linked in the episode description along with uh, you guys' show. And I guess socials. yeah, we could send you all of our social media links. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm just at Cameron Sheets on Instagram. You guys already have my Instagram apparently. <laughs> been trying to do like i said a lot of promotion so i think that's actually how we ended up like i just sent you you a link because you had followed me or you not me specifically but the Droughtland page and so i just sent you a mm-hmm. link and then you were like oh cool check out mine back and yeah so which is sort of like we, we talked about this a little bit with sounds like crows we're trying to uh sorry sounds like crows and rpg for you and me because we're pushing oh. their season finale as well but we talked to them about a little bit about trying to uh, just use this as a way to sort of uh, have the independent. And now you guys don't fall in this category, but the, the mm-hmm. don't use D and D, but like sort of the, the the more independent guys, you know, who um, are not produced in Holly or in in LA are not produced under the label of someone who has previous work, right? And just kind of network, share followers, share interests, you know, yeah. hopefully do crossover episodes when that's a, a possibility. Um, I, 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 One of my favorite things is when 
a character who exists in one universe is brought into another universe and has to be recreated by those rules. Like I, I'm not big on like, Oh, here's Batman. And then he's fighting whatever. But if it's like, here's Batman, but he has to be by the rules of, you know, whatever the fuck he's in. I dig that. So if you guys ever want to like diesel punk convert, I I want to see Lionel Parsons with a duster and a gun. Also, Bye-bye. I, I want to see Lionel Parsons with a duster and a gun. I so love bad it. now, actually. Perfect. I love it. I think it's a great. I think it's a great match. I like the idea of Bon Bon <laughs> just being an incredibly small human, just yes. very, very, very little. <laughs> so, go ahead. Uh, do you guys have anything else you wanted to throw on? Before I guess we before go? we do the typical, follow us at uh, Rock Writers and uh, uh, everything else. Um, I guess my question is, because it's nice to get an active listener, what, if anything, stood out to you the most upon your uh, first or your current, I guess, listen? That's a great question. Uh, Taylor, you want to take that? Uh, Josiah and Liz can both attest. I will listen to any and every podcast that <laughs> sends to me, but I may not get past your first episode because sound quality is vitally important to me. <laughs> and from episode one, I was like, all right, yep, cool. Already <laughs> so all, already in because sound quality <laughs> yeah. is premium. And then this is super unique, I guess, within the TTRPG community. Like, don't give me combat oh, in the first God. episode. Right? I'm so bored. Yeah. Just like let the story develop. I don't want to have five minutes of story and then an hour uh, and a half. With someone combat. that you don't know. Like the first five minutes of the thing don't know who the bad guy is you're just in a fight now absolutely you're just in a fight like we're just gonna kill four goblins i'm in a village i'm in an inn there's a barbarian he's a douche (laughs) one of one of the i guess a couple of the things that like caught me caught my attention because like i I was telling josiah and liz and caleb earlier that when this inner like when we're done here you're in my regular podcast rotation like you're saved subscribed when you drop a Patreon, I'll be on you guys. Like, thank you. Like today wasn't a. I'm gonna binge twelve out twelve hours of you guys. Like I've been listening to you since Thursday, and then went back and re-listened because like I need mm-hmm. to be fresh for today. Like Damn, really I enjoy your podcast. That. So you know, hint hit <laughs> Patreon. I would like to be <laughs> like money <laughs> eventually when when it happens uh but yeah just like we're we're in that same boat as far as the patreon thing goes we definitely have intent to drop patreon you know um sort of down the road one of the ideas i floated is sort of maybe um some of these guys that we interview that are a little bit smaller and uh the, the listener base isn't necessarily strong enough you know the idea of like a branded Patreon or something like that yeah. uh, is always out there. So like, that's, that's a sort of an idea that I've floated out there. You know, this is honestly the first time <laughs> I've said anything about it on, on the air, but uh, you know, we can maybe talk about that as well. Cause I think that like community that kind of is trying to do something yeah. a little bit different is smaller than uh, necessarily the community that is comedy centric, yeah. which not don't get me wrong. We like to be funny, but you know, comedy centric and five E and then also, like I said before, sort of produced in Hollywood. Like, we're in the Midwest. Yep. You, know, you guys are one state over. We have our own set of issues to deal with, and a lot of them start and end with <laughs> finding out we live in the Midwest, <laughs> you know, um, and assuming that we're going to produce only a certain kind of content, and that's not the reality of everyone that lives here, 
you know. So not to get too heavy. Uh, so back to whatever Taylor. All right, said. yeah. No, I just I'll just heap some praise on on you guys a little bit. Just the sound quality, Cameron. It's Thank wonderful. You. you did a great job. Uh, Storyline, Brian. Just the whole way through. Like I said, I'm nine episodes in. Just started episode ten, and I've loved the main campaign arc. I like the sub campaign arc or whatever we're calling book you know, campaign two. I know Josiah calls books, it. Yeah, books. that's a good. So like, you know, book your, your book two or whatever. And, and then just the, the characters that have all been presented to us so far have just been a, a joy. And, and uh, yet yeah, Terry, like <laughs> I uh, just, yeah, like they really are fun characters. I, they're they really so are. good. They I like all them are. all. And, but like, just keep more Terry and Beth May. <laughs> like, can we get Terry? And Beth in a room, microphones. Let's just do this. Come on, uh, Beth, May, <laughs> Beth May. If you're listening, this is an open invitation. You yeah, can exactly. Come on our podcast. Open anytime. Shoot us a message anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Literally anything. I got you. I'll take off work. We'll make it happen. Yep. I will contribute money to plane tickets. Yep. We will make yep. this happen. <laughs> I know, like Tunchins and Daddies is only pulling in like six uh, grand yeah. a month. Oh, oh, no. I did the math. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> but if you want to come do a free show. <laughs> no, I, I did. I think maybe I already said this at the beginning. I think it was off camera. But I do love the idea of a one shot that is um, our player. <laughs> oh just like Cameron. His name is Kalen. Uh, I, I love the idea of him and of you and Kaylin yes. and then Terry <laughs> and uh, Beth May. Yes. And, and just <laughs> you guys play two sets of twins and the audience mm. is just fucked as like it's the audio it's the auditory representation of seeing identical yes. twins who are wearing the same outfit. Right? And you're just like, I don't know, man. Like my cousins were identical twins and they would pull that like I'm Jonathan and uh, one of you is oh not to it. I love it. Let's let's do love it. We just have to get Beth May. We just have to get Beth May. No problem. It'll be fine. We'll get it. We'll we'll get it. Easy. Yeah. The the one key. That's element. always a what I'll say is. All right, that's all. Continue, all right. Liz. Uh, it's Liz, not a question. It's a response to the question that was asked. And you two just talk a lot. I love you both though. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> my response, the, <laughs> the thing that pulled me in about your podcast. First of all, you all are friends, which is nice. You can like hear that when you're playing. You genuinely like being around each other, which is really nice. Um, we've had some difficult players before in like home sessions and stuff. And it's just like, mm. okay, thanks. Don't come again. I love you. You're not good for this. Um, but I also really appreciate that none of you are trying to be the main character all the time it's like while you all think you're the main character you balance it out with each other but like i also i i always say like everyone should think yes. in their own head that they are the main character like every member of a good ensemble is their no, own main Lionel character parsons right? is the main character uh, i think <laughs> has a great line about that <laughs> Oh, exactly. exactly. No, no. And it so is, is Richard Sucker. It is That's me. obvious. I, and I think it's important. One of my biggest philosophies as a DM. <laughs> uh, one of my biggest philosophies as a DM is that every character should have a spotlight, too. Uh, that is important to me that. We're going to have so much character development. I love it. 
I love character development. But yeah, that's my thoughts on it. I think you guys are really fun and you make the listening experience fun. And having just joined episode five, what I really like mm-hmm. about the current crew of Misfits is that it seems like a true group of people who are like mm-hmm. not meant to be together. And that's what's dynamic to me. Uh, I, I, I like Lionel for a comedic value at this point so far because I'm still <laughs> laughing about the toilet paper gag genuinely hours later. Thank you. Um, but no, I think I think that the, your Dragonborn character is very, very compelling. I really like the transdimensional part of like that power where you have the interaction with the elements. And then what's the... I, Fargus. I is it Fargus, right. Okay. They yes. are a fantastic voice actor seems like a man like a great addition to the cast ryan another individual who much like terry it brings this level of like comedic release to what is ultimately otherwise a (laughs) group of sort of edgelord characters especially the misfits right and i like that there's these two characters that play in the realm of comedy what i'm feeling so far is that these characters Mm -hmm. play really really well together so I'm curious to see over like a long period of time as you guys be interchange or mingle these characters like you were talking about before, Brian, yeah. Uh, yeah. what kind of mixes come out from that. I think that'll be very, very, very fun. So that's my very long-winded sort of response because as a, produ- like a producer point of view, yeah. I want to kind of get into some of the nitty gritty. I, I really like it. I'm excited to continue listening. Anyway, that, that's my long-winded thing. Somebody, uh, awesome. somebody else. Yeah, I appreciate the what feedback. That was uh, exactly what I hoped for. <laughs> I know we're near the end for tonight. Do we want to start wrapping things up with people shutting out their socials? Liz, do you want to start with yours first? I have an Instagram. It is my feet going places and doing things. It's called Liz doing stuff. It's my feet and my animals. And that's pretty much it. Um, but yeah, Liz doing stuff on Instagram. Taylor, do you have anything else you're pushing right now? Nope. At this time, uh, all I'm pushing is Droughtlands. Go listen to Droughtlands and uh, why not QuestFest? Yeah, go uh, go listen to Droughtland and QuestFest and enjoy yourselves. So thrown to our guests, uh, like I said, we'll have all the links in the description. Plug what you guys individually too, because I I would love if our listeners got to be able to engage with you guys in your music, your dancing, your performance. Cameron is at, uh, at Cameron Sheets on Instagram. Um, I also have uh, a band called Electric Mood that hasn't played in like a year and That's a half. That's a cool but name. Really good. We're pretty okay. Do you have music that anyone can yes. listen to? Yes. Uh, we together? have like 13 songs out on Spotify. If you want to check out Electric Mood, it should be the first thing that comes All up. All right. Hey, hey, you listening to this <laughs> right now, stop what you're doing. Look up Electric Mood mm-hmm. because you know uh, what? I like the name. Listen to so, our song Summer Breeze. You know what? It's, it's on there. Really the best yeah. yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's it. All right. All right. So can't confirm. Very easy to find. Following uh, now. Ch- ch- I didn't check mean to out the, go ahead, go check ahead, out ahead, the Fisher Theater. If you look up like at the Fisher.com or FisherTheater.com, it's uh, the beautiful historic theater that I work at and we have recorded many of our episodes at. And uh at Quest at Quest Fest Pod. On, uh, I'm gonna have to download Quest. Spotify. Quest Pod on Instagram and other places. We're block writers. Yes. <laughs> other places. We're block writers. Oh yeah, Brian and I are also trying to start up a production company called Roadblock Writers. That's uh, um, technically who is producing awesome. Quest Fest. 
okay. and related media. Are you media. guys doing anything else right now other than Quest Fest or like have anything in the fire you guys want to Brian talk about? and I are getting ready to start up a, another podcast called How Do We okay. Get Here? Uh, it's a it's a podcast where we uh, <laughs> the tagline is uh, How Do We Get Here? Reviewing reviews and making a scene where in the first half of the episode we we riff on uh, online reviews like Amazon reviews and then Yelp okay. reviews. Ooh. And then we take one that we consider the nugget, the one that makes you ask the question, how the fuck I love did you it. get here? Okay. And then we turn it, we turn okay. it into Fantastic. a radio drama scene. And then we make an improvised scene out of it. And how that's do really I become fresh. a guest on this yeah, Oh, you can absolutely be a guest it. on that podcast. Oh my <laughs> God, yes, please. That's a great yeah. premise. I love that. So do you guys have that in the works right now? Are there any episodes uh, out? We do have it in the works. Um, no episodes out yet, but we do, like, we have Instagram and everything. Yeah, that, that'll be out soon. So Brian, obviously you're tagging onto that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so... Um, I'll be uh, Roadblock Riders. I'm the Roadblock. He's no I'm kidding. Uh, he's... Hey, can we find that on social? Is that on uh, Facebook or Instagram? Or it anything? is. It, it's yeah. on Instagram. Yeah, Roadblock is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It just isn't. We haven't done much with it because it's sort of a. Uh, it, it, the goal is for it to be sort of the over the background. You know, sure, right? I it's like you. it's producing yeah, quest fest. Yeah, absolutely. As far as social media, um, you can follow me on uh, this. Better be good. That's my personal social media. I will, at some point, probably add more pictures than are currently there. Hopefully. All right. And it's uh, good with an E, because that's how you spell my last name. And if you ask me if it's goody, I will personally find you and end your life. <laughs> uh, that's a promise. Uh, as far as other projects, I mean, um, again, I'm mostly attached to what we do here. Uh, I do write... Um, but that will probably be focusing on putting it into this shit because sure. if I don't, uh, somehow it's like it never gets done. <laughs> hey, Terry, where can we find you? Uh, I'm Terry. right here, actually. Um, Huzzah! <laughs> yeah, you can find me on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> not really. I'm not home very much. Oh, no. <laughs> You guys follow my Instagram. Uh, for anyone else, it is Cheshire Kitty ninety five, which is my pole dance stage name. On the couch. That's about it. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a pole dance Instagram. Uh, what more can you want, right? Like, just yeah, follow the yeah, follow the Instagram. Yeah. And yeah. so, do you and, do performances with a group or um, like something that you want to push? Yeah, if you're in Champaign, Illinois, go to Defy Gravity Pole and Aerial Arts Studio. It's very cool, no matter your size, age, gender, whatever. I'm going to maybe be directing Clue in April. So that's cool. That's so cool. Um, You also didn't shout out our uh, link tree, which is where you can find our podcast on anything that podcasts are on. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you probably listen to podcasts, but... Um, <laughs> Where can we find that? Oh, yeah. Our other than link tree, the episode description, just Quest Fest link tree. You can yes. also find it on our social medias. Awesome. Um, yeah, we'll have just... we have the link to it. Yeah, but... it's on our social media. It's the only link on there. Linkter.ed/questfest.
I've been Cameron Sheets, and I play Lionel of the House Parsons, Dominic LaRue, and Edward Wilburn. <laughs> and I am Terry Sturdivan, and I play Bon Bon Parsons, and uh, I also play uh, Richard Sucker, and uh, I also play Jeep Jacques. And I'm Brian Good, and I play everybody else. Yay! Hey! Hey! There are two other people, okay? <laughs> There's also other people. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us. We'll we'll catch you next time. <laughs> <laughs>